Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming and exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Perfect Match on Netflix. What'd you think? I think it's probably apparent what I thought. I can't distill it down into one sentence. You got like, I mean, as much time as we want, really. No, I get it. But that's what I'm saying is I think we might as well just dive in and not, I'm not going to. Not going to what? I'm not going to give just like a stinger for what I thought about this show. Okay. Do you want to start with what the show's about? (laughs) (laughs) What what was your hang up on that? (laughs) On that phrase? I had to, I had to think as I was saying it, it's like, wait a minute, was this about something? And then I was like, no, it's about something. It's about, and then it's I was, about things. And then as I was ending the sentence, I was like, but is it really? What the show actually is, is a bunch of former Netflix reality show Contestants. I will not use the word reality stars in relation to any of these shows. One of them at least describes himself as an A or B list celebrity. I did. I did write that down. <laughs> and they're all on this show to find their perfect match. Because they all want to just fall in love. Because they're all so very interested in just falling in love mm-hmm. and not... Just fucking everything that moves. <laughs> this show was maybe the most fuck everything that moves this, one of these shows that I've this ever is watched. The horniest. <laughs> yeah. That's the word you're looking for. It is the horniest reality show we have ever watched. And there was literally a reality show, some of whose contestants ended up on this show, that we watched for the podcast, where it was just don't fuck each other, don't fuck each other, don't fuck each other. And day one, I think somebody fucked each other. Like, And Nick Lachey hosts. I, that was implied. When we, when we said a horny Netflix reality show, Nick Lachey hosts was implied. <laughs> so obviously you didn't like this. To say I didn't like this is the biggest understatement that you could possibly have made this show. I met, so you and I messaged you a couple of times as I was watching this, this morning, I had to, had to watch this at 1.25 speed. I tried 1.5 speed and just literally couldn't understand it. And was the having boobs to, are too jiggly. Yeah. The boobs were too jiggly, <laughs> jiggly and the dicks were just too all over the place. Flappy. The flap, flapping around like dicks do. <laughs> No, at 1.5 speed, I was having to pause every, like, 30 seconds to jot down notes. And then I thought, this isn't saving me any time whatsoever. So <laughs> you're happy to, like, sit there and think about what I you can't, just watched. I, can't, I couldn't. I couldn't. My notes. I, I don't think I have a page's worth of notes. Oh, I have so many notes, dude. But this show was so bad. I don't. I think I messaged this to you. This show genuinely made me nauseous with how absolutely cringe it is 95% of that is probably the medication I'm on which in general makes me a little like I'm I'm a 
stones throw away from being nauseous at any given time. What you got? Uppers, downers? All arounders. <laughs> Perkies. Go on. I need, I, need, I need at least five more <laughs> old timey slang phrases for meds that you, Michael, the drug head, absolutely know. Go on. <laughs> perkies. You already said perkies. The, the big O. The big O? Yeah. Is that like the big O or the big O? Like B I G G O? No, it's the big O. Okay. Uh, Zannies. Okay. I think that's all of them. That's two, but I, I asked for five, so. But that's three. No, um, no, it's not. It's the big hoe and Zannies. And Perkies. Perkies you had already said, but when I said, I need, I need five said, more. Oh, at least five more? I, see, I need five more. <laughs> all right. All right. So what do we got? We got Perkies, Zannies, the big O. Ignore Perkies. You had already said Perkies. <laughs> okay. I don't know how many more times I can say you had already said Perkies. <laughs> Did you take some forgetsies? Uh, uh, Coke. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're done. We're uh, done with this The Red game. Dragon, right? Okay. And Oxizzle. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it just it. I, I'm always like five percent away from being nauseous as it is, and the there were within 15 minutes of this show starting, there was a scene so cringy that like it made my my gut just like clench Do so hard. I thought I was gonna vomit. Describe the scene to everybody. So the whole point of this show is that there are five women and five men, and they are trying to match up with somebody else. That they think might be the perfect match, but more realistically, it's just who they want to fuck that night and then maybe stick around with and try and win some games with before going and fucking somebody else. One of the guys, uh, hold on, Nick from Jump comes in, says uh, he is here for Francesca. Everybody's in Everybody for some wants reason. To, because she's a fuck girl. If ever there was a fuck girl. And this is coming from a guy who watched Epoy Island in which the second season, which there was literally a fuck girl. She is a fuck girl. So Nick is here for Francesca, but she wasn't really vibing with him early on. So she had gone off and met with Dom. Dom. Dom from uh, The Mole. Mole. Yeah. Did we watch The Mole? Yeah, we watched The Mole. I watched watched all of The Mole. So they have to decide who they're pairing up with. And that's who they're paying up for the night. And then the next day they're going to do some challenges or whatever. And whoever wins those challenges gets some powers, blah, 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 blah. It, they but- can fly and, and shoot lasers from their eyes. <laughs> the scene was when Dom and Francesca decided they were going to pair up. And for whatever reason, Nick thought that was the moment for him to like try and dive back in and get Francesca's attention. And it was him like running after the two of them as they were going up to the bedroom to at least in the like the insinuation of the show go and fucking fuck and he just he's running up to her and, and trying to get can i just get like can i just get like five minutes of your time and even now it's like i'm later in the day i'm not as nauseous my abs are still clenching just like how hard how uncomfortable and how awkward he was when he did this why the fuck did he wait until that moment to make his play on her and then just to have her go no, you missed your chance and just completely shut and deservedly so, but like completely shut his ass down. 
it hurt how cringe that whole scene was. Why are all the guys on this so creepy and not attractive? Yeah, the attraction is relative. They all have confidence, which I think people see as attractive. Mm. But I don't think any of them are as creepy as the guy I've already talked about, Nick, Mm -hmm. whose introduction on the show was, oh, I went to, did you say MIT? Yeah. I went to MIT, so I'm kind of a numbers guy. And I I hastily, because at this point, I think it was at 1.5 speed, but hastily wrote down what he said. And I think I've only got the gist. He said he's a numbers guy and he built an algorithm that he put a bunch of hot girls in and also himself to figure out, I think, who to like he match with but we don't get a conclusion on how that story ends so i have to assume it just means that he murdered them all that's like if you can figure out how to do that he's just a couple steps away from being very rich in in number steps yes however i think you're underestimating how large one of those steps is which is to not be a fucking creepo (laughs) yeah and that is a huge step for nick That's true. He didn't build that algorithm because he thought, I have some way of, like, figuring out how to get people, like, to a good match. He built that algorithm so that he could creep on some women. He was very creepy, but he was the one that hooked up with, uh, uh, he's the one that uh, hooked up with Savannah, right? And they were, like, very clearly, like, we're not a match, but this we're a power purely couple. purely strategic, yeah. Yeah. Those are those are the only two that I feel like have a real chance in the history of these types of shows of falling in love. No <laughs> shot, dude. You you so the end of the the spoiler I guess they end up winning the challenge the next day and we'll talk about what that challenge is in a second, but they've then got to pick a lot of questions about this. Yeah, there's just there's a lot. Um they get to pick two new guys to come into the house to try and woo. Shake things up. Yeah, shake things up. But at the end of those two guys being in the house and them getting a date with one of the women and, and these this power couple gets to kind of like choose what who's going on what date. Whoever's left unmatched gets sent home. So if they pick well. Huh? They don't get sent home. I'm calling that right now. They absolutely get sent home. Otherwise, there's just two dudes hanging out. And are those two dudes going to sleep together? Because I don't buy that for a second. <laughs> no, I think that they're getting put back in the pool. There is no pool. Yeah, the the people that you're matching up? They're getting sent home. Okay. I just, I, I don't think that they have, I think that they, oh, sorry, they're not getting sent home. They're getting sent to whatever cast off fucking sure. reality show that Netflix is going to use to just kind of run out the clock on whatever year long contract they sign these fools into. And that's why they're using them for this show. Yeah. By, by the way, Netflix, instead of us suing you over this, this is what we need you to do. We need you to sue Billy Joel. And then we're even. That does remind me uh, on my way over here, I turn on uh, the, my car radio or whatever, and the song that came on was fucking moving out by Billy Joel. <laughs> All right. We derailed this. You were talking about the. I don't. I, <laughs> I know. I know. You... There are no train tracks when it comes to this, my dude. Uh, you're talking about they get to match other people up. But um, why was I talking about that? 
Because we're doing a podcast episode no, 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 about no, 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 the show. Like, it, it, if it was derailed, that means that I was getting to a point. <laughs> what was that point? I don't know. I liked... Oh, no, that was it. They they get to pick who's like coming in and, and dating or whatever. It was very clear when Savannah was picking that first guy to join the house. She knew that he wasn't going to be a good match for who she was picking him to, like pointing him towards. She just wanted him in the house so that she could have him. She has zero interest in Nick. And Nick is already a little puppy dog who I think might be in love with her. (laughs) They're going to fall in love. He has already fallen in love with her. He's going to creep her out in a major way. (laughs) I, I, Nick skeeved me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, Most of the guys skeeved me out. Most of the guys skewed me out in a very one-dimensional way like uh who's that first guy that shows up joey joey sasso or whatever he was just he was a stereotypical like douche yeah jersey short boy yeah and that was the same case for a lot of these dudes because a lot of them were on other dating shows Mm -hmm. um nick skewed me out on like a core i think if he has not murdered someone yet he will I see that. Dom was the guy from the mole who seemed nice enough, I guess, but he also seemed like he might be a fuckboy. And then Zay, who was a complete non-factor. Like, they didn't spend... he, Him and Anne-Sophie matched up, and not like, I don't know if it was the producers doing this, or if they were just so boring, the producers were like, we, we can't spend any time on these two. They, they were a waste of space. Yeah, they were very boring. Zay was the only one who didn't skew me out, but he also not. I, I also nothinged him. Yeah, I I liked Dom, um, just because I watched all of the mole, <laughs> and uh, one of the people that they could have brought in, the one that they didn't bring in, was Will from the mole. Uh, Thor, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, who ended up winning and was just like honest and the whole time and just like trying to win, and I was like. Bring in Will! Because I want to see what he would do in this type of a situation. Because, at least in the mall, he seemed like too good of a guy to get to, to be in this type of a show. Yeah. And maybe that's what, like, where Dom doesn't land with me it is, I, I like, it's the whole point of these shows, I guess. But it always skeeves me out a little because you're either way too open to this or lying. But he's already talking about how he, how in love and how he's falling for Francesca or whatever. And it's like, it's been 15 seconds. Also, a lot of them, I don't know how many, like all those personal connections, but uh, a lot of them know each other from outside the thing. Uh, Apparently, I felt like there must be like junkets or like cons or stuff that they all get put into and stuff. This may... Start a new reality show idea for us, or this may just play off of our back to reality. My original idea with all this and why they got these people back is you you signed them to a year-long contract, but your original reality show only lasted three weeks or whatever, so you got to use them somehow. But now I'm wondering if they aren't just keeping them in a warehouse somewhere, and that's how they all know each other. 
that does kind of tie into our that would be so funny is if uh, during like the draft you like it just kept cutting to the warehouse and you saw everybody like standing around with like big props with like volcanoes in the background and stuff i'm imagining it a little like draft day coverage for like the nba or the nfl where they're all sitting at tables with their families waiting oh, to get drafted yeah <laughs> And then somebody just hands like, them a ridiculous suits. <laughs> yeah. Somebody just puts a too hot to handle hat on their head. And like, Congratulations, <laughs> Netflix. When you inevitably, uh, or when you finally, or whatever, I guess streaming network decides that our idea is the best. I don't care what Michael says. I insist on being the commissioner for that role, including I need wh- whoever's in the audience booing me, just like they boo the commissioner of the NFL. That's fun. You know, I want to be a contestant, so you can be the commissioner. I don't think you can be a contestant. Dude. We've talked I want to be a contestant. We've talked about this. There's transparency <laughs> issues. You can't be paid as a producer then. Okay, but so we have to work one. out like when Netflix like buys the idea from us. We got to work that factor that in then. Because if I'm going to be a contestant and not get paid for producing the show, we should increase our upfront. So it sounds like Netflix, you're going to have to negotiate with me and Michael separately or Hulu or whomever. <laughs> you're going to have to negotiate with us separately because I absolutely want to be a producer on this show and I need to be the commissioner. Yeah, I'm fine with you being conditioner, commissioner. Well, you're not going to get a I say in it because you're not going to be a producer on this show. <laughs> I just want to be. You're going to have to. You're... By producer, you mean producer on um, Back to Reality, not one of the producer contestants, right? Correct. Okay. Producer of Back to Reality, yeah. not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a contestant on the show. Yeah, that just. You're going to have to interview just like everybody else, though. You're going to have to, like, send in your, your real world tape. No. Uh, that's not. I, I'm Michael. Yeah, yes. Otherwise, otherwise it, there's absolutely. Uh, <laughs> anti-competition and anti-trust like laws that are being broken you are way too concerned about the ethics of producing a reality show because i think that there is something real here michael you're off in fantasy la la land where not only do you get to dictate that netflix is buying the show but also that you get to be a contestant on it and honestly you're just one step away from saying you know what netflix i need to win too if you're gonna buy this here's what we can do when this gets Closer to being a real thing. Uh-huh. And we've got, like, entertainment lawyers and, and agents and stuff. Naturally. We'll talk this over with them and see if it's possible for me to do that and how we can do it. And if they're, they're all like, no, oh, not really so a good idea, I'll back off on it. But if they can figure out a way to make it happen, we're going to make it happen. Okay. Deal. You 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 do you. Um, but if that happens and they find a way to make y- you get on the show as a producer, because you're no like the producer of Back to Reality, not a contestant. That's how we're going to differentiate this. This conversation can be happening. As a producer, I'm going to make sure that you're the heel of the show. Why would you do that? Also, I would be fine with being the heel. <laughs> Why are you so upset with that then? Because it felt like an insult. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to reality is our meta idea for a reality show where all the contest- contestants make their own reality show. I like how we're introducing the explanation for right. this bit when we've just spent six to seven minutes riffing on it. And anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about has long since shut off this podcast. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, my favorite contestant, I think, was Francesca. Uh, the fuck girl? No. Oh, no, not Francesca. Savannah. Okay. Uh, Because she at least, she seemed smart 
It's, it's yeah. self-aware a bit. It's self-aware, yeah. She was in The Circle season two, uh. apparently. They, a lot of times in my notes, I'm just explaining things that happened so that me, Eric, later remembers what happened on the show. But the, the, this note just says, oh, never mind. There's Nick. <laughs> With no context. There's nothing before it that, that lines up to that. There's nothing after it that lines up with that. I think we saw Zay, too, because we watched that Sexy Beast show, didn't we? He wasn't on Sexy Beast. He was on The Ultimatum. We saw. I, we might have seen Carousel. Carousel, yeah. She was batshit crazy. And she gave me heavy, crazy vibes mixed with, I think her name was Sarah on season one of F-Boy Island. The blonde who was just, despite everybody screaming at her, that the guy that she was dating or choosing, like, just kept going back to, I can't remember his name, was a fucking F-Boy. And he had a girlfriend and just, like, just every turn, something shitty would come up every fucking episode. And still, in the end, she stuck with him through thick and thin. Like, I'm going with F-Boy number three or whatever the fuck his name was, right? And in the end, he decided to take the money. Sounds It sounds to me like you found that television show uh, about um, sexy singles picking different F-boys to be with very entertaining. But you didn't find this one very entertaining. Correct. And, and I, we've mentioned this before, and I think I figured out go ahead. the difference. Here's the difference. If the show and or the host thinks that the contestants are all pieces of shit, you like it. If the show and the hosts don't and are just like doing a straight up reality show, you don't like it. You're you're narrowing in on something and I still don't have the answer on it either, but that's definitely a component of it. However, that can't be the only thing because there was another show we watched. I don't remember which one where it was clear that the host who was just an amorphous voiceover or whatever thought that they were all pieces of shit, but that show also sucked. I think they have to think that like recognize that this show and or the contestants are pieces of shit and have to be at least a little funny. A lot of notes about how Netflix is getting closer and closer to ripping us off. And we're going to have to make them sue Billy Joel. Uh, Oh, Here's something I fundamentally don't understand about this show. At the end, they brought two people on. And now next week, they're going to send two people home. Uh How do they figure out a winner if they just keep doing two in, two out? We'll just have to keep watching to find out. I think they have a pool of men and women that they are going to pull from. And either once that pool runs dry... Like, okay, then from this point forward, like, it's we're on the chopping block or whatever. Or, yeah, I got nothing. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I just thought of a really good goal. All right, we're still at 39 ratings on iTunes. I like that you had to look as if that was even in question. Continue. (laughs) If we can get up to 40... By next week, I'll watch every... Let's define next week because we're not going to the, the air next... this until 
Tuesday. Yeah. So when the next show, they have a full week to get get us these. So, so like the following March Tuesday, six or seventh. Yeah, yeah. If we okay. can get forty ratings by then. I'll watch. Too hot to handle and report, or not too hot to handle. Uh, perfect perfect match. match and report back. Okay. Just we one. just need one. Yeah. Okay. If you go to the Apple Store to do it, give us five or ten. Yeah, you might as well while you're there. If we get to if we get to forty five in that week, mm-hmm. I'll join in. Oh, okay. One one's easy. Hell, six is probably easy too. But <laughs> there's no world in which that's going to happen for me. For you, maybe some somebody that listens to the podcast hates you enough that they'll uh, make you do that. But I'm realizing now that if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have to. I, I'm going to have to be drunk or high. I, I cannot. the The level of like pot has an anti like emetic like anti nausea effect, right? Yeah, that's so. why people on chemo get right. Get that's why I thought. Okay, yeah. I might need that for that effect. <laughs> just most of my notes are shit that Nick said or did that made me hurt. Uh, this was the first time I referenced that he's making me cringe so hard, and it was his first attempt at trying to connect with Francesca. And it was him saying, "Our eyes like perfectly match, so it's a sign." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That is the late day. Does so- that work?" <laughs> Aren't brown eyes the most common like eye oh. color? Okay, so I went one level deeper on that because I thought he was going like, "Hey, we have the same eyes." Like how you say like, "Oh, you and your dad have the same eyes." I thought he was doing that. I was like, "That is a move because he, she's not." He is. That is what he's doing. What do you think I'm saying? Same eye color. The, yep. Are are you like the shape of their eyes? Yeah, no, no, like no. Same eyes, like the same eyes, same no, nose. They, they were definitely talking yeah. about color because she. They both referenced that his eyes, both their eyes, are like a deep dark brown, like a a rich fucking French wood or something. And I caught that, but okay. I thought that was just like an example of how they have the same eyes. But I no, because I was like, that is a move because she doesn't know what her eyes look like off the top of her head. So she. What are you talking about? How high are you right now? <laughs> No, if you see, you know your face better than just about anyone else on this planet because you see it every fucking day in the mirror. If you're walking down the street and you see somebody that looks nothing like you except they have the same eyes at you, you're going to notice that? Yes, I I am because I know what the fuck my eyes look like. Oh, okay. I don't know that I would. I don't know that anybody would. (laughs) We need a poll. I will never remember to do that poll. There, there, there are we. We frequently in. we frequently yeah. Feel free to respond to the tweet because then I'll remember and go. Oh shit! Yeah, we said I was going to do a poll. Right now, I'm saying I'm not going to do a poll. Okay. Because I will never remember this. All right. I'm usually right on these things too. You probably won the last one with one vote. Mm-hmm. from a friend of yours that you've known most like a good long while <laughs> until we get listeners like mo who neither of us know who the fuck mo is mo can just be our decider okay mo like, cold mo. emotionless robotic <laughs> mo just 
Rashton and logic. That's what we need. <laughs> we do more to alienate <laughs> our few dedicated listeners <laughs> than any podcast or any media I've ever watched, except for this show. This show does do a lot to alienate its viewers. But, oh, man. Mo, just know, I don't think you're a robot. It's just Michael that thinks that. <laughs> oh, we got to get to this game, dude. What game? Uh, the Factor Cap. Okay, sure. Let's do it. So they're, they're, they've paired up. They've all either fucked or slept in on the floor at night, which one of them seemed to have done. And now the next day, they've got a competition between all the couples where they're playing a game called... The newlywed game. No, factor cap. Okay. First question. Did they mean factor crap? No. Okay. Next question. Yep. Cap? Question mark? It's, uh... I'm getting there. I have heard... I haven't heard cap independently of the phrase no cap, which I am to understand in youth lingo means uh-huh. not lying like no cap not lying i'm looking up right now why cap is another word for lie saying no cap means you aren't lying or if you say someone is capping okay so then you're saying you're lying i'm trying to figure out i held on to my youth until i was like 30 dude and now no i guarantee you didn't i guarantee you didn't i mean i knew more than i know now i don't think you did I think you are wise enough now to realize how little you know about what's going on. I think when you were 30, you probably said things like, oh, that's real cool, you know, or whatever, like <laughs> Kawabunga or whatever, um, thinking that's what the youth said, but they had given that up 10 years ago. Uh, no Cap is thought to have originated in hip-hop and, hip-hop and rap community. Yeah, so it doesn't, it sounds like maybe they don't know. Okay, so Factor Cap also... Why wouldn't you just lie if they were like, are you over your ex? You just say yes, right? I wonder how much of it was similar to F-Boy Island where the producers would be interviewing you well ahead of time and so you wouldn't have a, like, they just get you talking. You know? oh. I don't know if there's alcohol involved, but they just get you talking and some of this shit comes up. I don't think that they asked them those questions the night before. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I agree. I Especially when you're coming on a show. Uh, shit, you can say that shit if you're going on too hot to, to handle or whatever, where the goal is just to not fuck someone. But when you're going on a show where the entire purpose is find love yeah you don't say i'm still not over my ex right to anyone ever right also i know that they didn't know what game that they were going to play so they couldn't have prepared this at the beginning but they had to refill those buckets uh so you probably got at least a quick moment with your partner to to talk right Probably. So then you just go like, okay, this means yes, this means no. I would put money on the producers having them mic'd up and hearing them say that and going, yeah, no, knock that shit off or we kick <laughs> you off the show. Uh, that's fair. 
Uh, what else do you got? Man, two gross moments back to back in my notes. One, when Joey was being a manipulative uh, douche with Carousel because they had fucked before and he was trying to basically just say, like, you know we're going to end up matching, right? Like, we're going to match. Yeah. Um, and his, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, pickup line was basically, you know I'm going to fart on you in bed tonight. Yeah, I noticed that one too. Oh, boy, dude. He was gross. And then the next thing I wrote down was when Shane was talking to Inez, I think. And was just, I I thought I was the only one saying it. The dude was just fucking tugging on his dick. Like, just sitting there fucking, like, working his oh, dick yeah. while he was talking to her. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? This And this isn't, like, they're in the bedroom and some foreplay thing or another. This is just him in polite conversation with someone just fucking, like, constant, like, pulling at his crotch. It was so gross. Yeah. And then, thankfully, she called him on it. Like, hey, dude, you're pulling on your dick. That's kind of creepy. Let's see here. Uh... I wrote down what's a sex accident, but I think it's just a sex accident. I guess, but then the the example that Francesca used for her sex accident didn't was it somebody else's sex accident then? Because her her example was, oh, I was going down on a girl and she still had her tampon in. Yeah, and I pulled it out with my teeth. How was that an accident? maybe because she thought it said I was already down there like her pulling it out with her teeth wasn't the accident the accident was oops you're going down on me and I still have a tampon and I guess I don't know yeah also I mean that implies that there's blood you're just you're just gonna pull it out with your teeth and keep going that's dedication (laughs) slash cannibalism (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> this was another th- this was the example that I had written down of how I think Nick is already starting to fall for was it Savannah was that her name the yeah um, and when they're in the room where they're picking who's going to go on the blind dates after they've won the competition something came up and he said in conversation like well we were the most compatible and she very abruptly and very loudly says, yeah, according to the cop, like, uh, what was it? According to the chat, according to the challenge, like making it very clear, we're not fucking compatible, but he was fucking. Hucky, can you stop? Uh oh. Hello? That's fine. Yep. You want to wrap it up? I my mic isn't picking anything up. Mine does. Okay. Well, shit. I think Huckleberry has decided this was the end of the podcast. Which one is recording? This one? Are they both? Oh yeah. Is that gonna, both is that gonna cause problems? I'll just put that one over there and knock it on the ground. Hello, test. Yeah, sure. Thanks for listening to the episode one podcast with Michael and Eric. Check out our website at episode1podcast.com or follow us on Twitter at podcastepisode1. That's the number one. Leave a rating or review if you like the show. If you want Michael to keep watching this very dumb, very awful monstrosity of a Netflix show, we need at least one more rating. Are we saying rating or review? Rating. rating. Okay. Rating on uh, Apple Podcasts yeah. by March 7th. And if you want me, Eric, to keep watching this very dumb show... One, fuck you. Two, I'll need six. By March 7th. You've heard our demands.